Hey there! Welcome to Sky Gems Academy podcast. At Sky Gems Academy, our vision is to build a community of new generation leaders with strong core values, high level of self awareness, high self worth, and passionate individuals who will give back to the community and the environment. We are focused on delivering high quality blended online learning of 21st century life skills delivered and taught online, practiced and perfected offline. Our philosophy is to inspire, educate, and nurture. We work towards inspiring and igniting sparks. We listen, we coach, we fine tune, and accelerate the mastery of 21st century life skills for various age groups. Our blended learning programs are curated from the early years to above 60 years old, as we believe in providing high quality, lifelong learning for everyone. SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1. How COVID-19 Transformed the Education Industry We will take you inside the minds and behind the scenes of 40 exclusive leaders and educators in the education industry. We've interviewed 40 exclusive educators and leaders in the education industry worldwide, starting with China where the pandemic initially started. You will hear from the leaders in the education industry sharing candidly their views on the possible changes that will take place in the education industry post-COVID-19. Be sure to tune in to SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1 to listen and learn from the amazing stories, experiences shared, challenges faced, and techniques used by educators in different cities and countries to adapt and overcome their challenges personally as well as professionally in their respective roles in the education industry during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, let's dive in to SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1. Introducing to you our host, Alyssa. Hey guys, it's Alyssa. Hope everyone is keeping well. SkyGems Academy Podcast is a passion project that my team and I kicked off in early 2020. As we are all facing the unprecedented events and experiences impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, we find that there is an urgent need to unite the global community of educators and leaders to progress forward together. Our main objective is to create a platform for all global leaders and global communities to come together to document these historic moments for our future generations. SkyGems Academy podcast is a platform for everyone from all around the world to share, listen, learn, communicate, collaborate, and come together to network and help one another to pull through this very challenging period that has impacted the global community. In each episode of SkyGems Academy podcast series one, how COVID-19 transformed the education industry, you will find yourself immersed and engaged in in-depth discussions and thought leadership in various aspects of education, technology, humanity, diversity, disparity, and collaborations in the education space. Our distinguished speakers also shared interesting stories, techniques, information and experiences with regards to COVID-19 pandemic and its impact to each speaker 
and to the education industry. We trust that you will find great value, insights and learnings from our 40 exclusive speakers in each episode of Sky Gems Academy Podcast Series 1. We are very grateful and sincerely appreciate each and every one of you who has motivated us, encouraged us, contributed in your own very special ways, especially our 40 exclusive guest speakers from all around the world. A big thank you to all and a big shout out to all of you. Now, I am pleased to introduce you to our charismatic and distinguished guest speaker for Sky Gems Academy Podcast Series 1, Episode 3, Aaron Wise. Here's some key highlights of Aaron's outstanding track records. Aaron is an international school principal who has led schools to see great success in Australia, Hong Kong and Beijing. He also works as a consultant to principals and schools around the world and is the co-author of the book, The Focused Principal. Aaron is a firm believer that a person's character will determine their success above all else. Because of this, schools have a responsibility to promote not only academic success, but also those things which genuinely matter for each student's future. Aaron sees this character development as not only crucial for students on a personal level, but also for countries as a whole as they tackle national and global problems. In his spare time, Aaron competes in Ironman triathlons and enjoys traveling to meet new people and experience different cultures. Be sure to check out Aaron's new book, which he has co-authored, The Focus Principle. A special shout out to you, Aaron. Congratulations. I quote and unquote Aaron Wise. People had a chance to shine and had a chance to show their worst as well. And it just highlighted to me again how important character is, how important great mindset is, how do we handle normal situation and how we especially handle adversity when it does come. Now, let's tune in to Sky Gems Academy Podcast Episode 3 for Aaron Wise Podcast. Let's go! Hi, Aaron. Good morning. A warm welcome to Sky Gems Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's an honor and pleasure to have you, Aaron. Uh, thank you, Alyssa. Um, thanks for welcoming me here and I'm um, looking forward to the podcast. Thank you, Aaron. Such a uh, kind and generous of you. Skyjump Podcast is a platform for sharing of ideas and experiences to help listeners to further develop essential life skills, uh, such as leadership skills, growth mindset, resilience, agility, and what more right now where we are going through a very challenging pandemic all across the globe with COVID-19. Uh, I believe this is very relevant to all of us in order to learn and continue to grow in these uh, essential life skills. So Aaron, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate your time again. I'm going to hand over to Aaron to introduce himself to all of us. Aaron, over to you. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name's Aaron. I'm from Australia. I've been a teacher and a principal in Australia and then in Hong Kong for four years and then in Beijing now um, for nearly four years. I'm principal of an international school, Beijing World Youth Academy. I look after the primary school section. And like everybody, I guess we've been trying to manage our school situation as best as we possibly can. So 
it's great that I get the opportunity to share what we've learned um, from managing our staff and our students and our parents um, at this time. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you for the kind introduction and also leading into our podcast. Really, I think what you um, ended off earlier about the adaptability is really key and agility to make changes happen due to the pandemic that hit us all very so suddenly. I'd like to understand how are you feeling about the current COVID-19 pandemic situation that is across the globe? What are your thoughts about it? Uh, my thoughts are it's definitely been an interesting 2020 um, in a very short amount of time. I guess, you know, the COVID-19 situation has really changed everybody's lives throughout the world in one way or another. It really is unprecedented. You know, what I'm seeing in the families I work with and the staff I work with is that there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, there's a lot of fear about the future. And there's also a lot of distrust, and it seems like that's brought a lot of people to the point where they've, I guess, made selfish decisions. Um, and we've seen that mm. in individuals, things like hoarding toilet paper um, and, yeah. you know, hoarding different things. Yeah. Um, but as well, you know, not just in individuals, in countries and governments as well. I suppose, you know, letting go of a lot of the ideals um, that they've held that they've held to for a long time and really making selfish decisions. It's been disappointing to see those things happening. But then on the flip side, it's also been um, really heartening to see the ways that a lot of other people, and I'd say the majority of the world, has responded to this situation where, you know, they are showing a lot of ingenuity. Um, They're being adaptable. They're overcoming a tough situation and really making the best out of what they have. We've seen a lot of genuine care between friends, between colleagues, and even between complete strangers. So for me, when I think about the current situation, you know, I see that there has been a lot of terrible things happen. There's been a lot of death. There's been a lot of sickness. There's been a lot of, you know, inconvenience, um, mm. a lot of isolation for people. But really, the way that people have handled it, handled the situation and you know the good and the bad has really been a function of you know people's character people's mm-hmm. mindset um and that's really been highlighted i guess during this time people have had the chance to um shine and they've had the chance to i suppose show their worst as well and it's just highlighted for me again how important character is how important having a growth mindset is for how you do handle normal situations but how especially you handle um adversity when it does come yeah, adversity does pose huge stress, I think, yeah, stress and uh, challenges uh, in, in everybody. It just brings the, the worst in someone. <laughs> and ideal situation, it brings the best out of someone, as you say, shine throughout this pandemic. So I'm, I'm really heartened to hear your views and uh, sharing of that. It's very aligned to what I'm seeing too. We all learn a lot from this situation and I think uh, we, it carries a long way which is why the podcast that we're having from Sky Gems is, is going to help a lot of individuals and community at large to really learn from each other. How do we overcome such adversity? So Erin, uh, in terms of your challenges that you face across the past few months, and you were in Beijing as it started off, right? How did that affect your day-to-day and also what challenges did you face during that period? Yes, I, I suppose I was in Beijing when all of this started. In there, seeing the situation unfold, um, it was interesting to say the least, you know, as well as trying to get information. And I think that that's been one of, you know, the big things that people have had to deal with is trying to get information in order to make decisions. 
you know, our last day of school was January 22nd. Um, and at that time, COVID-19 virus seemed to be, you know, mainly just happening in Wuhan. There wasn't really any panic, although things were starting to build up at that time. And when we went on our Chinese New Year break on January 22nd, um, none of us could have predicted that, you know, would be in the situation that we find ourselves in at the moment. So big challenges that we've been facing, you know, especially in the early days of this pandemic, as well as continuing into the future, is how to get information in order to make important decisions, as well as, I suppose, understanding and being able to communicate that even if we don't have complete information, that we're still able to make good decisions. Yeah, a lot of the challenges really have revolved around how do we make decisions, um, given that we don't have all of the information or that the information that we do have might not be complete or it might actually be incorrect. Those are real challenges that you have to face through that, yeah? Uh, how did you then adapt to that, the challenges and changes that you have to make in order to move forward, right? I think life has to carry on. So how did you go overcome that? I think the main thing we did or that I did was go back and have a look at what are the core values, what are the core things that mm. I do make decisions on. So, for example, if I can use a, a current example that we're facing, um, has to do with staff coming back into China who are overseas, and I suppose the uncertainty about whether people are going to have jobs to come back to. During this, I suppose, crisis, there has been a lot of financial pressure placed on schools. And, you know, some schools have decided to let staff go, to not employ them anymore or to reduce their pay. You know, once it happens in one school, people do become anxious. Is my school going to do the same thing? Am I going to be able to meet my financial responsibilities? You know, am I going to be able to go back to China at all? And when staff come to me with these concerns, I talk to them, you know, about the school's values and about the values as have been shown in the past. And I'm fortunate that our school has always looked after its staff um, and it has shown commitment to them in hard times as well as in good times. Um, and that's reassuring, I find, to the staff to be able to say to them, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. We don't know when expats are going to be allowed back into China. But what we do know is that our school has a very strong set of core values, which means that it looks after its staff. And based on those core values and those core principles, you can have a reasonable amount of certainty that they're going to be doing that in the future and that they're going to consider your situation, they're going to consider um, what's in the best interest of the school, but what's in the best interest of the school is in fact looking after its staff so you can, I suppose, relax and be less anxious because of that. People is uh, what we have, isn't it, at the end of the day. In an organization, I mean, uh, products and services, yeah, is what we produce. But people is the one that makes the difference. So, yeah, taking care of the team, the people that matters most is really the right thing to do. And I'm glad to hear that sticking on to the core values, really very basic fundamental principles Mm -hmm. that is so valuable at this point in time is being valued and also treasured so close to your heart, Aaron. I'm really so pleased to hear that. Thank you so much for sharing. It's really very heartwarming to hear. I'm very pleased to hear that. Thank you, Aaron. Wonderful. What are the lessons learned throughout this uh, journey? I mean, I call it a journey because it's yet to end and I'm sure there's a long road ahead of us, but we're all learning day to day. And what are the, I guess, the most important lessons that you have learned so far? I think one of the big lessons that we've learned is that we are, in fact, educating students for tough times. You know, it's easy when things are going well. And, you know, we spend so much time creating schools to be a safe place where things can't go wrong. 
you know, we spend a lot of time with occupational health and safety, ensuring playground equipment is safe, you know, all of our hygiene practices are in place. I suppose as well, try to, you know, teach the ways and students so that they can't fail. You know, we give them all the support that they need. We give them assignments that they can pass. We're very careful to communicate well to our students. You know, and we create these very, very safe places where um, the students don't have to overcome adversity as much as I guess they should for when tough times do happen. So the lesson learned, I think, from this is, you know, even though we do teach our students about resilience, we teach them about adaptability and you know, all of those skills that they're going to need in life when, when trials do come, I think this situation, you know, has really taught us that we need to do even more of that. Because when we have looked at the students who have been studying online, who have been doing the courses, the ones who have been the most successful aren't necessarily the ones who are the brightest or the smartest um, with the highest IQs, but they're the ones who have been able to overcome um, the difficulties that they've been facing. They're the ones who have the growth mindset, who say that, you know, despite these difficulties, I can still be successful. And the ones who have shown determination. So for us, you know, it's something that we had been focusing on at our school um, because we did see it as important. But we see now in these times, our lessons are we need to do this even more. Um, we need to enable our students um, to be independent, to be people in themselves and not feel like that they're reliant on teachers to do the teaching for them, but that they're, you know, powerful and enabled students who the teachers assist, but who are responsible for the learning themselves. That is really very true and very refreshing the way you actually phrase it and the way you think about it. In fact, you are the first to actually say that to me, Aaron, and I'm so glad to hear this from you because the power that is in everyone and every individual is there. It's how you ignite that power in, in that individual to enable them and empower them to do even more for themselves. I think that's what's lacking. And uh, with COVID-19, you see some sparks coming up from certain individuals and we would like to see more of that, but from encouragement and also motivation and also just maybe uh, care and love from the people around them. I think that will bring them to a totally different level of their own self-worth and also self-esteem. Yes. Yeah. No, I think, uh, you know, that's another thing that we've learned through all of this is that we're spending a lot of time, you know, encouraging mm. each other, the staff, as well as from the teachers to the students as well. Yeah. You know, because people do need people, you know, and it's those personal relationships as well, which have really shone through at these times that, you know, we're thankful or I'm very thankful that we've got a good culture at our school where people are very encouraging of each other and very willing to help. You know, and we've had staff who've been trapped all, all around the world. Um, and some of those people are by themselves. Yep. Um, and it's difficult to be by yourself when you're used to going to a school community every day. Um, yeah. And it's the same with the students. Some of the students are in their apartments by themselves with their parents, you know, and a lot of time needs to be spent, you know, not just teaching um, skills and knowledge and understanding, but developing people and realising that, you know, students are people, teachers are people, Yes. And that social interactions are an important part of being a person and being a human, yeah. um, not just something that's on the side. Yeah, we all long for the, uh, the human touch, right? The people connection. So yeah. we hope yeah, all this will be over soon and that will take place. In the meantime, mm -hmm. all of us stay safe and uh, stay, yeah, stay connected in a lot of ways, right? Through internet, through phone calls and um, any ways that we can, but not physically if possible. So that's great. From, from your perspective, uh, Aaron, in the education industry in particular where you are leading uh, your team, 
what are your views in terms of the possible uh, changes that you see that may happen in the education industry due to COVID-19? I see that, you know, the education industry and schools have been talking about flipped classrooms for a long time. Mm. Um, this idea that the students um, can do a lot of learning by themselves and that the teacher's really there to help clarify their understanding, to motivate them, to help them apply their learning to different situations. But students ultimately can be responsible for their own learning to a large extent if things are set up well by the teachers. Now, what I've seen at our school is that this flipped classroom approach has really been applied well to the learning that they do online. In order to look after the student's eyes and to make sure that they're not spending all of their time, you know, connected to their laptop or their iPad, mm -hmm. we are finding that we're, you know, trying to be succinct in the way that we interact with the students online and then give them the tasks to do and the research to do and the learning to do offline when they're not connected with the teacher. Now, I see that this has worked extremely well. And when I talk to my teachers, they say, you know, these are the kinds of things that we want to continue doing once we go back to school. Again, not having the teacher as the centre of what happens in the classroom, but having the students as the centre of what happens in the classroom and the teacher being in the classroom to support the students, to give them everything that they need in order to be able to do the learning, um, which they ultimately need to take responsibility for themselves. Mm. And we see that that's something that they need as they travel throughout schools mm -hmm. uh, their schooling um, you know as you go up in the grades and as you yep. go to university you know less and less time is spent by the teacher explaining things mm. and more time is spent by the student actually finding things out themselves so again I feel like we can do our students you know a good service by enabling them more as learners and a flipped classroom approach you know definitely mm. lends itself to that well Yep. Yeah. Now, there's also a range of technology, I guess, that the teachers have found which really um, <laughs> facilitate that. It's been great to see, you know, different programs and the way that they've been used. And what we see is that there's a greater understanding now, I think, in the communication industry a, a, as a whole in terms of, you know, what the schools need. And we saw some very early movers, you know, come out with different programs and say, hey, schools, we realise that with online learning, our products are very well suited to what's going to be happening in your schools until classes do resume. So I can see, you know, new technology has been great. It's been powerful. We've been able to use it well. And I see that the teachers are going to continue to use a, a flipped classroom, I suppose, um, mode of teaching and still use the technology that's been able to enhance that mode of learning um, when they come back to school. So really a, a good blend of technology and self-directed learning from the child and mm -hmm. teachers are really facilitators and educators. So it's a great way to uh, really move forward from where we started during the pandemic, isn't it? It kind of like mm -hmm. forces into the situation, but the situation turned out to be positive and encouraging mm -hmm. for all. Yes. And I think the other side of that is the partnerships that have been able to be built um, with parents in the home as well. Yes. Um, what we've found is that the Parents are now a lot more deeply involved in what's happening and understanding mm. what's happening in their child's learning. You know, in the past, we'd always encourage parents to be involved. But what we're finding at the moment is that there's a lot of parents who are, you know, a lot more deeply involved in what their student, what their child is doing at home and are learning a lot about their child through that process as well. And it's mm. been really great to see the, I suppose, enhanced relationships between the parents and the students that have come out of mm. that as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're finding that some of the parents are actually joining in lessons at school. Oh, that's yeah. nice. 
Um, That's really nice. We run PE lessons online that are live, um, and it's been great to see parents, you know, exercising, and exercising with their <laughs> children. Nice. And those kind of partnerships, you know, we see that there's no reason that they can't continue on in the future in one way or another. Um, and I think that that's going to be a big call from parents is I have enjoyed over the last few months being part of my child's life and they're learning in a lot, a lot deeper level. How can that continue on in the future? That's lovely. Yeah? Really lovely to see um, the bond established during challenging time. And I think this is the difference, right, in terms of uh, growth mindset and the way we see things positively. Things move on to the right way and um, more enhanced in many ways, right? Whether it's a yeah. relationship or learning journey, it just brings us to the next level. It's fantastic. Well, Aaron, what would uh, your own new normal is going to be looking like if there's a new normal for you? (laughs) (laughs) I think there has to be a new normal. Um, Yes. You know, the world has changed so much. I don't think we're going to go back to how things were in the past. Mm. I guess the new normal for me is the greater tolerance of uncertainty. I, I guess what's going to come out of that greater tolerance of uncertainty is an enhanced need for trust. Um, an enhanced need for, you know, character to be shown over and over again. You know, whenever there is uncertainty, I keep saying that people go back to what is certain. And so I think building trust and building trust that transfers into different situations um, is very, very important. As I was talking before about our school, looking after its staff. Um, when things are uncertain, you know, people look to what they can, you know, rely on and what is certain. And so I think there's, the whole world is going to be more relational in the future. Character of individuals as well as companies, as well as governments um, is going to be a lot more important and is going to play a bigger factor in people's decision making than it ever has done in the past. And with that, I guess there are a lot of opportunities out there. And a lot will depend on individuals. I see the new normal is where people who have a growth mindset are going to be successful, more so than people who purely just focus on developing knowledge, skills and understanding. I see that there's a lot of opportunity for people out there to do things and to shine in difficult situations and they're the people who are going to be successful. So the new normal is going to be continued uncertainty, a greater emphasis on character and trust and great opportunities for people who can navigate um, uncertainty well to be very, very successful. Very well said, Aaron. I'm actually taking down notes so that I remember this myself. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> learning, I'm learning as I speak to you. So thank you for sharing. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Aaron. I think the, um, the youth and the community out there uh, and also the younger generations uh, would benefit this, which is why it's important for me to ask you, what would your message be for the future generations? Um, For future generations, I would say develop your character, you know, really take a look at yourself and say to yourself, okay, what is important for me? How am I going to live a good life? Um, I posed that question to all of the students in the primary school a few weeks back. Um, What do you think a good life is? And I think the earlier on in your life that you can answer what a good life is and then commit to doing what's necessary to live that good life, you know, the better your life is going to be. But don't look in terms of good life is money um, or fame, being good looking, but look at, you know, what is actually valuable in life, you know, what's going to give meaning to your life, and then what do you need to become as an individual in order to achieve that good life. 
Wow, word of wisdom from Aaron Wise. <laughs> Thank you so much, Aaron. It is a re- really great honor and great pleasure to have you sharing your thoughts, your experiences, and what you think the future may be and will be. We all benefit from this, Aaron. Thank you so much again for your time. We look forward to um, meeting you in person soon when we can mm-hmm. travel and be uh, in a certain location together and look forward to um, sharing more ideas and thoughts and perhaps our journey through this pandemic and also the future. So again, Aaron, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate everything that you have done for us and for the community. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, thank you, Alyssa. It's been a pleasure um, to talk with you today um, and I hope your listeners find it valuable. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode at Sky Gems Academy Podcast Series 1 on the topic of how COVID-19 transformed the education industry. We trust that the podcast episode has provided a whole lot of value and insights to everyone who tuned in. If you enjoyed today's episode and you loved the vision and mission of Sky Gems Academy, can you please help us to convince others to tune in to Sky Gems Academy Podcast too? Please kindly subscribe to Sky Gems Academy Podcast. Please also kindly leave a quick review and rate Sky Gems Academy Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Breaker and various Sky Gems Academy's podcast channels. That would mean the world to us, so thank you so much for your support. Visit our website at www.skygemsacademy.com to find out more about our distinguished speakers and about Sky Gems Academy. We appreciate you and your continuous support. Thank you for tuning in to Sky Gems Academy podcast. Hi-fi and peace out!